Hey everyone! Hi. How are you doing today? Oh wait, you can't answer. Jackie and Bert, America's sweethearts, and you are listening to America's second favorite podcast, Showtime with Jackie and Bert. I'm Bert. I'm Jackie. And we have another Showtime special for you today. Yeah, consider yourself lucky. We will be reviewing another show in its entirety. What? What? Yes, yes. Last time we did Search Party, this time... We're doing... Broad City. Oh, I draw that suspense out more, Jackie. Oh, you ruined awkward. it. Anyway. Also, this episode probably won't be as long as the series No, it definitely won't be. There's we'll a lot see. less to... <laughs> there's a lot less to talk about. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Well, it's easier to talk about with this show. What's nice about this show, I guess, just kind of jumping right in. Yeah, just... just it's just, one of those things... I don't even know if the beginning music's <laughs> over yet. Uh, where... You don't necessarily need to watch it in order. Like most, no, you don't. The episodes, for the most part, are independent of each other. Though certainly watching it in order um, helps. But it's you know it's not a show like Search Party or a drama that has a very kind of consistent uh, storyline and yeah. where there's all these connections that you have to think about. Um, this is kind of just like a feel good, low key show. Um, yeah, it's. It's a comedy. It's it's right. the plot's not quite as important. I mean, search party is supposed to be a comedy too. I well, think, but that's it's besides the point. <laughs> a different kind of comedy. <laughs> search party is yeah. like a satire, a, a dark satire. Broad City is more. It's like Seinfeld, basically. Right. It has been compared by many to Seinfeld. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, and yeah, just to be clear, this is not this is not a compare search party to Broad City <laughs> podcast. Although, yeah. Almost everybody from a Surge Party was in a Broad yes, City episode. Yes. We we kept on calling them out. We're all like, oh my gosh, that's fun. Except that's the, the three kind of mains that weren't on were uh, the guy that plays Drew, John Kennedy, Kennedy something. Um, the guy uh, the guy that played, um, not Elliot. Uh, what's the, the guy? The Keith? Ex, uh, Dory's ex-boyfriend. Oh, um, uh, Julian. Julian. Oh, Drew was in it? He wasn't. No, I'm saying he wasn't. In, no, in... Julian was in it, though. Oh, no. Yes, he was. Yeah, yes, he, he was, was. the, uh, the delivery was. man. Yeah. Sorry, so just Drew. Sorry, I heard, I heard Drew. This, we're off to a great start. Yeah, and the girl that played Portia was not no. in Broad City. but And neither was Chantal. Correct. But, but Chantal was like a more minor character. I'm thinking about like the main mains. Yeah. Alia Shakat was in it. Yes. Uh, the Brandon Michael Hall, the guy who plays Elliot, was in it. The guy, uh, the guy that plays play- Elliot is John Early. John Early was in it. Uh, and uh, the guy that played Julian was in it. Yeah. The guy that played Mark was in it. Uh, yeah, it's it's just a whole like a whole bevy of, of shared shared folks, which who, is, you know, who was Mark to be expected. Hmm? Who was Mark again? Marcus <laughs> Elliot's boyfriend. Oh, yeah, yeah, Mark. Oh, my Duh. gosh. Yeah, sorry. Oh, okay. well, yeah, so off to a fantastic start. Um we should say, it, since we're doing the whole show, definitely watch it. It's funny. It's insightful. Um, it means a lot to me personally. Yeah. Um, which we'll get to in a second. We will be going through spoilers, I guess. But spoilers yeah, really this is aren't. A spoiler. If, in case you haven't noticed already, or maybe this is your first time listening, yeah. we are a spoilerish podcast. Yeah. So please do not listen if you don't want to be spoiled. Like Bert said, 
This is us reviewing the whole show. We just finished watching all five five seasons. Five seasons. Yeah. A couple of days ago, so we're talking from beginning to end. Probably not necessarily like in details about specific episodes. Probably more like larger themes. Yeah. But yeah, if you don't want to know, then I would just stop listening now. But yeah. do listen to our other podcasts and do listen after you've watched the show. Yes. Uh, and you know. Plot's not quite as important, so there's not going to be too many spoilers. But, um, so the the premise of the show is these two twenty somethings, broads. Um, yeah, that's <laughs> the name. Uh, Alana and Abby. Um, Abby Jacobson and Alana Wexler. Wexler? It's yeah. confusing because their actual name, the names of the actresses, are Alana and Abby. Correct. And I think it's like. It's Alana Glazer is her real name, and a lot. So Alana Wexler is right. her name in the show. Anyways, living in New York um, and um, trying to get by, mm-hmm. and um, just very comedic mishaps. Uh, they're not very responsible. Oh, they, all God, kinds no. of weird stuff happen. Um, before we get any further, this this show is real, was was really important to me. I first started watching it when I actually lived in New York. Yeah. Um, the episode St. Mark's, uh, we see, they, they actually run by the apartment where, where one of my buddies lived. Um, so it was, I put it out to, I stopped it. Remember? And like, like went through frame by frame. I'm all like, that's it right there. Oh, well, everything in the world looks the same to me. (laughs) I didn't live there. So, um, so, so it came out when I was living in New York, uh, and, uh, I did not like my time in New York at all. I, I, I kind of hated it. It was a really bad time for me. Um, and so I really kind of glommed on to this show and it, it was something I look forward to, something that I watched, something that I found, uh, was able to use to make light of my situation, which mm-hmm. I enjoyed. Um, Good. and, uh, yeah. And rediscovered it, uh, with, uh, my, uh, bae Jackie here. Yes. Um, when I'm also going through a pretty hard time in my life. So, yeah. anyway, that's all we'll say. Yeah. And I, I, I was, well, at least for me, um, Bert was the one that turned me on to the show. Um, and it, Bert, I mean, he knows this already. We kind of have very different reactions to the show. <laughs> I I think it's worth watching. I, I, I absolutely agree. It has its comedic elements. But I hate the two characters yeah. with every fiber of my being because I think they're terrible people. Now, I, yeah. in a lot of ways, in terms of my personality, I'm more rigid in some ways. Um, I, I love rules. Yeah. <laughs> I love order. I love organization. So it is, and and uh, people have told me that I'm, I've always been a little bit more mature for my age and, and the way I behave and the way I, I look. Although there's kind of other layers to that that I won't get into. Um, so being my age and watching people uh, who are maybe about my age behave a certain way, a way that is very unadult-like, uh, just doesn't make me happy. Yeah. And these <laughs> girls... Um, are extremely immature. Probably the two most immature person people I've ever well, seen on television. Uh, and when the show starts, uh, Alana is about twenty-two, Abby is twenty-five. Yes. And by the ending, they're twenty-seven and thirty. Yeah. Abby uh, turns thirty in the first episode of the last season. Right. Yeah. Uh, 
so old enough for some of the mistakes they are making. Although we could argue that, you know, your brain doesn't fully finish developing until you're like 25, 26. Yeah. We can let it go. It's why young people well, make silly mistakes <sighs> um, in their, you know, late teens, early 20s. But it was just a lot for me. So point being, I received the show differently, again, because of just the personality I have. Um, though I would still recommend it. I think overall, you know, it's fine. You just can't take it too seriously. Like I do. I take everything too seriously. So. <laughs> I mean, I think that's part of the charm. Part of the charm is they're playing, they're, you know, portraying the struggle of a lot of people when they, as they're becoming adults. Right. Uh, and obviously it's accentuated and it's it's exaggerated for comedic effect. Of course. And, you know, there's a lot that is, um, there's a lot that rings true in it, in a way, that, you know, um, for example, just thinking off the top of my head, there's the episode in the first season where Alana tries to do her taxes for the first time. Sure, yeah. And it's like, that's that's a thing no, with uh, growing yeah. up. No, yeah, I 100% agree. Um, that, you know, we talk about our generation is, you know, very, <laughs> uh, for better or for worse, uh, unprepared for adulthood. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it was, yeah, and and I think that's that's something that's why there's truth to it. And that's one of the reasons why, you know, it's to compare it to some of the other shows that are that they're always set in New York where people are just like, oh, they're functioning so well. And sure. like, like they're all there, you sure. know, at the top of their, you know, fields and they're extraordinary. It's like, no, these are these are people who are like really struggling and really not very good at anything. Sure. Yeah. Um, no, I totally hear you and I, I, I do agree um, about the kind of portraying some of the kind of struggles of, of adulthood like this tax example but I think the things that really get me are examples like um, I don't know if it was the third or fourth season where they go visit Abby's home and I you was know, say this one, she this realizes too, yeah. um, that she never gave the money to this girl that she raised money for and the minute that money I came out I said they are going to spend that money some way or some form before it gets into the hands of that girl Yeah, and that's exactly what happens and that has nothing to do with adulthood it's like they don't think things through yeah, and 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 well, yeah. I I they don't think things through. I do think that episode was making a kind of a larger point, which is one, going back home and like reckoning with all these things from with with all these things from your past, all sure. these un all, all the unfinished business from you know high school sure. and from your teenage years and your childhood. And then realizing that you cannot make it right, that you're never going to get sure. the kind of closure that you wanted. Um, to the point where I think that episode has one of the stronger, one of the stronger messages. Hmm. A lot of times the, the episodes are, are just, just antics. It's just Tom like foolery, these, yes. these characters, <coughs> yes, tomfoolery. Um, it's, yeah, and, and this was a, 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 that episode had a bit more, more heft to it and i totally get what you're saying they um the characters act in particularly you know in you know, uh, uh eccentric and um foolhardy ways mm -hmm. and one of the things i like about the show is it shows them shows the consequences that come with it right no yeah that that is a, a pro like, in my opinion that yeah. their actions are not consequence less because yeah, then that would be like really they're constantly getting fired from the different jobs they have, right? <laughs> uh, uh, 
like how they of, can afford to pay rent is beyond I, me. Yeah, that's but we're, the, we don't need to go into. Well, that. that's the that always the uh, the New York the New York thing, right? Right, because Abby's apartment really costs seven hundred bucks a month. At least roommate. they don't live on freaking Central Park. Yeah, whatever. Mentioning no friends. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, so, no, it's interesting. I mean, I think it's interesting how two people like hey, you and I can watch the same thing and just receive it differently and notice different things. Just kind of yeah. kind of your analysis of you know the episode with the fundraising and going back home and all of that and I think again it kind of has um to do with my personality where I, I focus I focus less on the the larger message and I message and I focus on like what they're actually doing sure probably because I'm irked by their actions <laughs> so it's really easy to hone in on which um I don't know I think it's just interesting for this circumstance because I don't I, when I think about us in other aspects of our life I don't necessarily think that that's that mirrors how we are in other situations. No, it doesn't. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, but it could just be part of because you just you this show is a little closer to home for you. Yeah. Uh, has more sentimental value, so you can you have the kind of mental space to to think about those things. Where for me, I I'm just kind of watching immature girls. Yeah make mistakes that frankly i would never make in my life probably yeah <laughs> i mean one of the things that that one of the things the show was was lauded for because this show was it was a it, it ended in 2019 it was a it was a big deal especially towards in, in its last few seasons it yeah. was a major pop culture milestone to the extent that any you know uh, basic or any uh, uh digital cable comedy can yeah. be it was on comedy central um was that it it kind of took female characters off a pedestal so to speak sure and that it wasn't afraid to show them as being like really Im- Im- immature and gross <laughs> and uh, uh, mistake prone um, in a way that a lot of shows don't you know you know women are usually mm. portrayed are often portrayed as you know either being hyper comp as you know these as the Paragon of virtue, right? You know, they're the yeah. uh, the virtuous ones, the voice of reason, and then it's all like, no, they're really just kind of dumb and struggling like everyone else. Yeah, no, that's a really fair point, and I will I will be honest that uh, a lot of the grossness on the show did bug me, and I don't know if it's because I'm a product of social, you know, Western socialization, and that I I feel like I'm pretty lax about things. I, I try not to necessarily follow traditional gender norms rules though i am a cisgendered heterosexual woman mm-hmm. um but you know i don't necessarily care about you know being shaved all the time etc uh, under the arms or the legs we I mean. are getting very personal right now well i'm not like legs and underarms um which is not a big i mean it's just hair it's not a big deal um well the hair podcast but uh yeah no some i just felt like some of their grossness was just too gross like mo i think uh, beyond not just in the the oh women need to be clean sort of way like i didn't care that alana's armpits were unshaved i was actually like oh okay cool no we don't get to see this often i i can appreciate that but them like talking on the phone while pooping 
that's that's crossing the line for me. I don't know if guys do that, but that's kind of gross. They weren't talking on the phone. They were Skyping. Oh, yeah. Even worse. So well, I mean, I, I'm assuming some people do that. Maybe. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, we the, the perspective we have on things comes from our lived experience. You know, Ilana and Abby... They are friends that kiss each other on on the lips in a <laughs> in a platonic way. Uh, they can cuddle with each other, yeah. things like that. I've never been that way with my friends. They've never been that way with me. Though I I do have friends that you know like to hug a little bit more than that. But because of my aversion to touch, sometimes mm-hmm. I've yeah my my relationship with my my gal pals, even though I love them dearly you know would do anything for them and vice versa just has never been that way so yeah their level of intimacy just and it's it's different for me sure. so it's kind of hard for me to just not accept like not i'm not like against it but it just felt like a little too far for me sometimes yeah uh and and you know i definitely think the show wanted to take things too far in a bunch right. of <laughs> in yeah. a certain way um Who's your favorite uh, character on the show? On the show, probably Lincoln. Yeah, I was gonna say Lincoln too. Lincoln's a pretty cool guy. Yeah, he's someone who. Why? Because he's not like them. Well, <laughs> he's got his stuff together. He's a successful dentist. Yes. He's a good guy. He is. You can tell he's trusting and loyal. And why he put up with Alana's crap for so long, I don't understand. Because I honestly think he could do better. Um, but he seems like the kind of person that I would want to have in my life just because they're just very solid and reliable. And yeah. I would probably say Lincoln too. Uh, Lincoln is, uh, uh, Alana's boyfriend, pediatric, a pediatric dentist played brilliantly by Hannibal Burris. Uh, another reason I, another, (laughs) (laughs) it's another reason why I love this show is this, this this is my introduction to Hannibal Burris, who's a comedian that I just, I really love. I love him on the Eric Andre show. I love his standup. Um, he's a cool guy. Uh, yeah. I I like Thomas a lot too. I thought he was, Thomas. um, Thomas. Jaime? Jaime, sorry. I'm thinking wow. I'm thinking of like Thomas Rodriguez, wow. the soccer player. Jaime. I was only a letter wow. off. Jaime. <laughs> I really like Jaime, probably because I can relate. Being an immigrant and mm-hmm. being a Spanish speaker, being Latin, all of that stuff. Um, but he was a good guy. He was interesting. Yeah. I liked him a lot, too. The episode where he where he uh, becomes a citizen is like is genuinely touching. Yeah, to the it point was very sweet. to the point where I wonder if that actor uh, was a foreign national and had to become a citizen at some know. point in time um, because it, it it was it was done very very well and very very sweet and like he, he had the uh, the uh, uh, contact lenses with the American flags right. in and it was like cheering. It's a little bizarre. It was wonderful. Um, who do you think you? resonates more with you Alana or Abby who do you think you see yourself in more I don't think I, I honestly don't think I see myself in either of them really um, or who do you think you can relate to who can I relate to uh, I probably Abby in in a way that I don't like in the way that interesting um, where Abby is trying to be more adventurous and more um, uh, you know uh 
in tune with the cultural beats more 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 like sexy bohemian and trendy um in a way that alana is like aggressively so mm-hmm. um and that's something that's always been a part of my life that i've both like loved and hated sure. <laughs> is is my my desire to to kind of be that way that's that's my you know that's a big, big reason why I, I love all this weird music is because i'm, I'm trying to be cool and sophisticated and oh, okay. and you know and edgy and dark at the same time um uh in a way that's like not that i'm just failing at constantly oh, that's not um, true. this has now become the bert pity hour podcast no. thank you for checking in I think you're very cool and edgy, mm. Bert. Oh, thank you. Thanks, <laughs> Jackie. Um, for me, at first, like episode one and two, I thought, oh my God, Abby and I are the same person. Yeah. And then they started getting into shenanigans and I realized how kind of not smart she was. Yeah. And I said, God, no, we are, could not be more different. I think like f- f- personality wise, to some extent... I'm more Abby, maybe not personality, but in like my actions, I'm, I'm kind of a little bit more mellow. I try to be more responsible. And I think between the two of them, she's more kind of responsible and all that. And I think Alana brings some of the craziness out of her. But on at my most dramatic, I am definitely an Alana, but like yeah. a much more ver- mature version. Uh, Yes, a more mature, yeah. I think I think you said it perfectly. When you're at your 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 most dramatic, you can you have spikes of Alana. Yeah. Um, so not necessarily in my actions, but maybe more reactions. Yeah. To to situations like yeah. you can definitely catch me singing the same tune <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> left and right. <laughs> um, I don't. I'm not an, a gymnast, so I can't do all the cool stuff Alana can do but if I could I probably would yeah I can uh, do a cartwheel <laughs> yes you can you have, you have photographic proof of that um yeah one thing I do want to mention is this show takes like continuity jokes to a whole new level in a way that I really appreciate what you mean give an example so in like one of the first episodes when Abby is working at um, Solstice, which for oh, anyone yeah. who's lived in New York, Solstice is Equinox to a degree that is like so just hilarious. like this, this very aggressively bougie, like fitness Can't place. Wait. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it When I lived in New York, I didn't realize Equinox was a gym. I thought it was like a fashion store for like I would think months. it's like a bar, a high end bar. It's, it's just, it's just was so weird. Anyway, because um, uh, Equinox, Solstice, Solstice, like same, same, you know, you know, well, astronomical uh, science. It's brilliant. It's brilliant, Bay. It's really, it's really brilliant. Anyway, yeah, yeah. so she's working there and um, uh, she's a cleaner. She wants to be a trainer. And she is uh, is a cleaner like alongside this, <laughs> this, this elderly Hispanic woman named Maria. Who, well, like, did Mar- Maria start that early on? It, it was one of the first, like, Four or five episodes. So. Yeah, I feel like it took a while. But point being is that Maria she, started after her. Yes, 
Yeah, started after her as a cleaner, and they were cleaner Correct. together. And then Abby, like, left for the day, being all, like, I'm never going to make it above cleaner. And then when she gets back, Maria's a trainer. Right. And they keep her on for the rest of the series. Right. And the, she's the, like a, she'd been, like, cleaner for three days and yeah. then got promoted. No, if it, that. It was, like, the first day. Yeah. It was, like, and... Yeah. Uh, and it was, yeah, so uh, to the point where, like, she, she appears, she's in the last episode, she's in a bunch of the episodes up before then, like, when... After she leaves Solstice and then like comes back in like one episode, like, you see like Trainer of the Year or something, yeah. and it's Maria, Queen, Queen. Yeah. Um. So like that, that's the thing. Uh. The uh, uh. The rat that they have in the one episode, Rat oh, Bastard, yeah. like appears in this. Like, it keeps on being mentioned. Uh. Trey uh, being a porn star. That Trey being a porn star. A few times, not that many. Maybe when you four said or Kirk, three. When you said Kirk steal a man in a mission up, what did you mean? I just said Kirk. <laughs> yeah, because then the brother, um, he, uh, when uh, Trey saves, um, who was it, Alana's mom or something from choking at the restaurant. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He was like, Kirk's deal. <laughs> yeah. So, no, but it's pretty good. Can we talk about Trey for a yeah, second? Yeah, I mean, we got to talk about Trey. I am still. Trey's another great character. Trey's a good guy. He's a little weird sometimes. He's not a very good listener because I think there's just a lot of situations where him and Abby were talking and he, I don't know if like disregarded is the right way of putting it, but I just felt like he wasn't really like listening to what she was saying, even if he heard the words. Oblivious. Yeah, kind of oblivious. Um, but he is not a malicious person, no, in my opinion. And I am still extremely troubled hurt and angered by what Abby said about him to Alana. Yeah. And it is what's well, not unclear, but I let me read it. I don't understand why she was ashamed of telling Alana that she had a thing with Trey. And Bert, you and I discussed yeah. this a little offline. And I think it's just because I don't know, because he was kind of kooky maybe you know there was a whole porn thing and you know he was someone that she, she had like worked for you know been she'd been the cleaner and had not been although by that point she had already been promoted um i don't remember if she was still at solstice but she was after that she was already a trainer yeah. um and yeah I, I i think it was just like the shame that maybe comes when you say you make fun of someone and make it clear you're not interested in them and then all of a sudden you're interested in them yeah. like it could be a little uncomfortable to come forward to a friend about that oh, i've yeah. been in those situations so i get that but that does not excuse calling him a joke yeah when he did not do anything malicious to no, her no he didn't at all and honestly that Abby had done some crap before then. I mean, let's yeah. be honest. But for me, that was when I was like, okay, I don't like this character. Yeah, that was a yeah, that was a a. I don't know. I kind of. It's one of the things that I think makes the show stick out is they keep building up to Abby and Trey being being like a couple, yeah. and then they briefly are, and then they're just, and then they break up, and then they're just done. Like, yeah. like for, for the rest Except of the Except for, you know, he proposes at the end. Well, yeah. I think that was just a weird thing. No, yeah. I mean, it's fine. It, they just kind of had to come back full circle. And maybe he did still like her even after oh, that. Oh, I think he did. Because, you know. 
Um, but honestly, Trey, you're a king, and yeah, Abby doesn't deserve somebody like you. You are better off without her. Trey deserves so, so much better. Trey deserves so much. Save better. Trey. <laughs> Hashtag justice for Trey. <laughs> um. Uh, so no, he was an interesting and kind of fun little character. Um, who else was kind of fun? I, I I enjoyed Alana's parents. I love I love I really wish I knew her name. The uh, uh the the actress that plays Alana's mom. Mom, yeah, is she was funny. So amazing. She is in Curb Your Enthusiasm also, and is just perfect in that. Um, it's 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 great. Yeah. So they were they were cool. We didn't really spend any time with Abby's family, which I don't no. know what why that is. Um, we saw her mom one episode and her dad one, one episode. episode. Yeah. So, yeah. There were so many, uh, there were so many wonderful cameos in the series, and th- and they like got bigger and bigger as the show went went on and became a bigger. Thing, oh yeah, they did like, have some pretty big cameos. Yeah, I mean. Uh, Kelly Ripa, Steve Buscemi, Wanda Sykes, Hillary Ru- Clinton, Hillary Clinton, <laughs> RuPaul, yeah, uh, uh, um, oh, more people, yeah, um, a couple more. I'm kind of Amy Poehler, Kelly uh, Ripa's husband, Kelly Ripa's husband, yeah, yeah, with, so with uh, the Bitcoin. So I think his name is Mark something. Yeah, Blake Griffin had a, like a, had a really yes. like raunchy cameo. Griffin, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Disappointed we didn't see Lil Wayne though. That would have been yeah. a nice way to bring things full circle. That I was been. sure that he was gonna pop up at the end of the last episode or that that episode where they're trying to go to the concert. Yeah. Um, I don't. Maybe they were trying to make a statement like it's it's you know you don't get closure. Yeah. Kind of a thing. Well, you know what? I am desperate for yeah. closure. I do not like things that are open. So, yeah. uh, so no, that was good. Um, let's talk just very briefly about uh, the shift the show took in either season four or five. I don't remember if it was just for season five or started for season four, but for the last season, was it four or five? Mm, uh, the last season was season five. No, I know, but like when it changed, like the vibe was of the, sh- the fourth season was when you you. Yeah, it, it was either season four or five. It really changed. Um, so it. Uh, Ilana and Abby the kooky situations that they ended up in if any because it didn't feel like it was as many were not consequences necessarily of poor decision making in the way that they were during the first three seasons Sure. Uh, the last two or one I just I'm sorry I can't remember uh, they, they did seem like they'd grown up a little bit the way they they were behaving and it just i mean it, and it changed i mean i don't know if it has to do with you had shared with me that alana during the last season was suffer- the the actress was suffering from depression so yeah. that and part of her storyline was also you know experiencing mental health issues and just yeah. adjusting to a lot of big changes in her life um which is a lot for you know fictional character or a real person but yeah, it really changed. And as much as I hate these characters, I did uh, I did miss that a little bit, the kookiness. Cause, yeah. But in a way, it made it less predictable because it got to a point where I could predict at least, maybe not the exact events, but all, like the main idea of what was going to happen because 
an action was taken and you can guess, okay, this is going to lead to something bad, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Like the money thing. Uh, and then you didn't get that in the last season, which was no. interesting. Yeah. Harmar Superstar. That was another one. Sorry, I'm still I'm still on celebrity cameos. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, how did you feel about that change? You know, I I don't know. Um, okay. I I still think I. And it um. I think I, I I was able to still kind of enjoy it. I I definitely see what you're saying. I definitely agree that it became more like what was being done to them by everyone around. Them. Yes. And I will say that change coincided with the um, uh, fourth season being start being uh, after the 2016 election which sure. should be mentioned right. uh, the, the third season like it's it's when uh, when Hillary Clinton had the cameo um, when America and it was, very, was still and it was optimistic very hopeful and they're all like she's gonna be next president of the United States and then just ugh um, and yeah. it's clear that that you know, it, and on the show they portray this having a very real effect on the well-being of the characters, Alana especially. Right, more and, Alana than um, So I wonder if if that was intentional, and it's all like, okay, you know, just the world sucks, and it's you know, hmm. hurting them, uh, inflicting suffering on them. I hadn't thought about it that way because really, after the the sex therapist episode. It's not touched on very much. At least I didn't feel like it was. Well, well, not like uh, it, it's it's never like connected as explicitly. But it's sure. like you know they they keep making references to it. They keep like you know uh, refer- uh, uh, there was the uh, the great thing in the in the beginning of the third season or the fourth season where they get hit by the bus that has the apprentice on it. Um, oh, I don't remember that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, in, or the uh, oh, they go to Florida, mm. um, oh, yeah. which was which was pretty great. No alligators. Uh, oh, was there an alligator? I don't remember. No, they were just old racists with guns. Oh, that sounds about right. <laughs> I spent a good portion of my life in Florida, so I can say that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's fine that that happened. The show's over. Uh, for me. Television is an escape. Yeah. So I don't care for it to model like reality too much, depending on the kind of show, right? Like sure. we're now watching the Jane the Virgin. This is my second time. <laughs> this is Bert's first time. Yeah, that'll that'll be our next our next big thing. So I what we'll I really look lo- for that. What I really loved about that show is that I could see myself in the main character. Jane. Yeah, we have extensive conversations about that. Right, and uh, the, her family dynamics, things that she experienced were very relatable to me. Yeah. But that's a very specific type of show. Like, it's 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 comedy, but it's drama. It's not lighthearted in the way that Broad City is, or like... Yeah. Uh, but then again, like, for you, Broad City is a little bit more personal, so it's just, it might just depend on the person. Yeah. But for a show that for me is very surface level and that I don't care to be invested in, I don't care for it to mirror reality in sure. any way. I, 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 it's almost the opposite. Like, I don't want it to. Like, as much as I love Jane the Virgin, that show also traumatized me. <laughs> so you better believe, I after I watched Jane the Virgin, I my TV co- television consumption 
went down considerably because I said I cannot get invested in something like this again. This is not healthy for my well-being. Yeah. So everything I watch now is pretty like surface level, you know, feelings. I don't get in too deep. Um, but yeah, I I guess it's slightly, if, if what you're saying is true, it slightly disappoints me that that's the case because, again, I don't care about what's happening in the present for a show like this yeah yeah i mean one one thing that i that i that i do want to mention we should probably wrap up soon i mean i mean it's it's a great show i'll be here all day i'll be here all day uh is the show is very kind of ambivalent about new york uh in a way that other shows set in new york aren't you know like i'm thinking of of again you know the the or example is you know friends or seinfeld or sex in the city it's like it's very celebratory it's all like oh we're at the center of the world i mean oh. it, it feels like there's a they have a lot of very bad things to say about the place uh it, there's the scene in the second to last episode where like abby just has that very like just frank just uh, speech where she where she just talks about how horrible it is living there yeah and she's all like like i've been thrown up on like five times yeah uh then you know and then there's the fact that you know the 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 show really as a whole especially the last season is is them growing up right and uh uh, it and for her growing up is leaving new york right um where it's like okay it's you know no longer time you know I, i need to take the next steps in my life i need to be mature and be an adult i can't live here anymore sure um yeah which is which is i think a powerful thing Yes, and I, I I liked that. I liked where things ended for them. I do. Um, I liked it a lot. Not to start talking about search party again, oh, my but Atlanta. I shared with you, and I mentioned this in our search party episode, where for me, I struggle with the show, which now we know has been renewed for a fifth yeah, season, for maybe season. final season. Um, but yeah, just this idea of uh, you know coming. Uh, I want to be able to root for, you know, my lead characters. I want them to succeed. I want them to be in a different place than at the end than they were in the beginning. In Search Party, even though Dory did kind of go through different versions of herself, the ending that we saw, I didn't feel like she had uh, changed very much. I felt like in the beginning she was lost, hopeless didn't really know who she was where to go and i felt like she was that way in the end that is just my opinion here in this show broad city she's wrong by the way but in broad city (laughs) abby was hopeless lost all these things in the beginning she's kind of had a lot of i wouldn't even say ups and downs just a lot of downs with some you know sprinkles of ups most of which she ruined herself like what happened at what was it Apostle Aphrodite of Apocalypse. Oh, anthropology. Anthropology. The wow. Store. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. The store that I, she worked at. To... Why would you think that changing the display without your manager's consent and just doing it, why would you think it would result in anything other than getting fired? She was taking a risk. She had an artistic vision and they weren't going to let her fulfill it so you know she she took a risk i mean i think you know and she suffered consequences for it i mean i can respect 
taking risks to an extent, but then there's this thing called your brain that you just have to use sometimes. I, yeah. Point being, to me, that is an example of an opportunity. It wasn't exactly what she wanted, but she had a gig, she had a job. Had she waited a little bit longer, she might have been able to take the next step in that, but she ended up unemployed for not thinking things through. Um, But in the end... There's hope for her. She's finally made a change. She's realized the city is not good for me. I'm not getting where I want. I'm going to leave my best friend who I am codependent on. This is very difficult, but I'm going to, I need to do this for my future. So I'm going to do this. So I was very happy that, that she made that, that decision um, because she needed it. Uh, For Ilana's character, I did appreciate seeing growth. Though I don't necessarily know that I like the whole getting a psychology degree story for her just because I didn't, I personally didn't feel like it fit. And the circumstances that she put herself in to develop her essay for her applications troubled me with the whole, uh, the, the Holocaust survivor, uh, 16th cousin that she had and like, seeking him out and trying to get him to re retell her the stories and then like use that as evidence that she had this like genetic trauma blah 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 I wasn't vibing with that um but I was glad that by the end she you know accepted Abby was leaving she accepted these changes in her lives and was still optimistic and moving forward and going to college and doing all these great things so I'm glad that in the end, the characters ended somewhere different than where they started. Yeah, and I, I, that's kind of the journey of the whole the whole show, in a way. Um, so before we uh, wrap up, what was your favorite episode? Oh, I don't know. You don't know? I don't even remember the episode. Okay. <laughs> you go first. I have to think about it. All so right. I might just not pay attention to what you say for the next couple of seconds. That's uh, fine. Uh, my favorite episode, there's an episode in the first season, which is amazing, which is where they're trying to get to a wedding, which I think is yeah, just like comedic brilliance. There are so many scenes in it, which are just, just absolutely hitting all the marks. So good. Um, I really liked the... Uh, episode where um uh, uh i like the florida episode a lot as well um yeah, yeah i think it was one of those two i think an episode i enjoyed and i'm picking this one mostly because it's the one that's coming to mind yeah. is when we see yeah. um, worse ways to go about it ilana and abby switch places because ilana needs oh, to do hours yeah. at a co-op yeah um, so Abby has like these pigtails and is trying to be Alana and then rip culture sucks. Uh, but then Alana does a really poor job of being Abby, but then there's a point in the future where she like impersonates her and it's like really good. And I wish we'd gotten more of that then. But I think for me, it's more like moments versus like episodes. So for some reason, I think the funniest moments for me, I don't even know how to describe it or mimic it, but it was, it would be when Abby would do like these little voices. She would, she would just do like something like this, <laughs> like something like, like I don't know. I just those. I thought those were funny, and then when she would get super excited 
about something and I think it's because I felt like I saw myself in that uh-huh. or she would be like hold on a second what if blah 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 yeah, yeah. and yeah. listeners you can't see you my body language so yeah, it kind yeah. of loses its impact but where it's, she was like almost like stepping back and giving out this like outrageous or maybe very logical uh, solution to a problem they were having and yeah I thought those moments were pretty great yeah they're pretty good they're pretty good yeah well I I uh, think that about wraps it up wouldn't don't you think Jackie I guess. <laughs> I got more to say, but we can close it out. Oh, really? Yeah. Thank you all for listening. <laughs> um, as always, we appreciate your your support. Uh, make sure to follow us on the Twitters. Mm-hmm. Uh, at Bert Jackie. Or send us an email, if that's more your vibe. Uh, and you can email us at JackieAndBert19 at gmail.com. The best thing you can do to support us, share our podcast mm-hmm. with your friends. We're on a couple of different platforms. Your family, your pets, your clergy. Correct. Your dog loves listening to my your melodious cats. voice. Yes. Uh, share them with uh, your loved ones. And if you hate us, share it's them with your enemies. enemies. Make them suffer and help us succeed in the process. Subject you- them to my nasally grating, droning <laughs> I can't come up with the word shrill, uh, shrieking yes, voice. Uh, the best you can do is uh, definitely share, follow, support in that way, or give us money. That is also an option. Give us money, but the more you spread the word about us, the better. Yeah. As always, thank you for listening. We're so excited that uh, our podcast has reached so many corners of the world. We've got some listeners in France, in Nigeria, in the United Singapore. States, Singapore, Germany. We're literally an international podcast, which is super freaking cool. Thanks again, and catch us next time. We love you guys. Bye. And sing. <laughs>